Grace and I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia, paying our respects to elders past, present and emerging, particularly the traditional owners of this land we now call Sydney, where we are recording today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. Thank you, Lily. Please have got the pipe for you That'll show you all that Duty, God, love and luck and lust and lovers. Sit back, relax as we pull back the covers. Hello, beautiful people. This week we're joined by Jamie and Todd, the creative geniuses behind These New South Wales. That's, of course, the band, the affiliate comedy show, their own podcast that's called What a Great Punk. The only thing they haven't tackled yet is a bed and breakfast, but that could honestly just be around the corner. I just don't know. Yes, these two are incredibly funny, but don't let that fool you. They are equal parts wise, as you're about to find out. They share some really amazing techniques around how to know if you're with the right person, how to build a sense of freedom, when you're in a relationship and they give us some really memorable dating stories from their past. So sit back, relax and welcome to Jamie and Todd. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks heaps. Should we hit record now, do you reckon? Yeah, do you want to? Yeah, do it. Let's do that, yeah. All right, record the banter, come on. Come on, I know that I'm supposed to be recording that bullshit. you got to get the band. I've smashed, I've smashed, I've smashed record. <laughs> yeah. Smash that record button. Todd, Always. do you remember Grace and me at all? This is a quiz. We've already asked Jamie this question. Todd, it's your turn. And you yeah. don't get to and you don't get to hear what I said. No, no, no. Oh, yes. Of course I do. No, Where from? No, lies. Where from? Where from? Um, big sound. Hey! Oh! At the front of that shop at like 2 a.m. Yeah. Oh, Todd. I gotta tell you something. That is red hot for Todd. Todd doesn't yeah. remember <laughs> yeah. anybody. And you can anybody meet him like ever. ten times. And it's not because and Todd's not a jerk. No. At all. Todd's a very nice person, a very good person, but you fucking yeah. forget people so quickly for some reason. It's yeah. bizarre. Not us. What was it about us that's lodged in your mind? That's a good question. Probably uh, just how good the kebabs were. You can't forget a good kebab. I wasn't getting a kebab. Look, Todd, you know more than Jamie at this point. You do. Yeah. You do. You've beat me. And I'm usually really good with these things, but it's it has it's kind of it's, it's kind of slipped my mind, I got to say this kebab meeting. <laughs> can I just quickly say, this is a tangent, but can I just quickly yeah, say go, Grace. I literally have realized in the past year or something, I must be like you, Todd. Oh, hold on. I think I've heard you speak about like face blindness yeah. on the What a Great Punk podcast. Todd has aphantasia. Okay. We speak yes. about it. It's like the main topic on our podcast. <laughs> what a great punk. Shout out. <laughs> it honestly is. Yeah, shout outs. What a great punk. You know that I think we've appropriated the shout outs thing for you guys. Okay. We do it all the time now. And I think you actually started that. So shout outs to you for starting shout outs. Yeah, we invented I think that. we did invent shout outs. Yeah. I think you did, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anyone who did. Before. But anyway, can I just say, I will meet people like 10 times. And meet them again for the 11th and just, hi, who are you? Mm, Nothing. Mm. No memory. It's a real fuckhead move, isn't it? It's so bad. Because yeah. it just seems <laughs> like you're not paying attention. Mm, not yeah. going to lie. The last time this happened was someone came up to Grace. We were at like some fucking function thing or whatever. And someone came up to Grace and was like, hey, oh. Grace. And it was a woman who we work like oh, no. really closely with at oh, Sony no. at our record label. And Grace oh, was like, oh, yeah. who are you? And she was basically like, what the fuck? That's classic. That happens all the time. And I I sort of threw you under the bus, Grace. <laughs> I was like, Grace, what do you mean? Like this is like so insane. 
so like it was b- really bizarre because we went this thing and like and everyone's there from different yeah. places and I was like oh what company are you with and she was like she was like your company babe maybe record labels should stop hiring such boring people <laughs> see <gasps> let's get to the real root of the problem that's red hot yeah such faceless faceless <laughs> speaking of faces it's lovely to see both of yours yeah likewise regardless of whether you're a member of us or not I'm Lily Todd not Lily Todd <laughs> yeah wow. we got married and I took you. your first mm. name for some reason anywho our podcast is like about love and relationships right yeah. mm-hmm. cool sounds good love and relationships however it manifests for you so you can talk about whatever you want to Oh, yeah, that's good. That'll put Todd's mm. heart at ease. Phew. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't some expose, you know, it doesn't have to be too. Ooh, you just go with whatever you're comfortable saying, don't you? Yeah, really. I'm just going to be myself. In any situation yeah. in life. Mm. But sometimes, I don't know, sometimes I feel like if someone's setting the tone of like openness, you sort of go with it and then afterwards yeah. you're like, why the fuck did I tell you that? Like, do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. That's why I think it's really lovely that you preface the conversation by saying that you have the permission to not... Uh, want to enter into particular bits and I and I can tell you Todd will feel very relieved about mm, that. I do. <laughs> I texted Jamie today um, and it just text just said yikes. Yeah, because I when I read <laughs> <laughs> Oh no Todd. Yeah. He's no he's fine. I because he's <laughs> Because you sent me what we were going to be talking about and I passed it on to Todd with no comment, just passed it on and Todd wrote back, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Todd's nervous. I knew I knew what the pod was about but I forgot. I deleted it. <laughs> you pressed that information. Yeah. Okay. Not going to lie, in our DMs when I was like, do you guys want to come, come on the pod? And then you were like, yeah. And then I was like, okay, should we do it on Wednesday or whatever? And I felt like you were just liking my messages and not replying. And I was like, yes, boys, give us nothing. I was like... Oh. Give me nothing <laughs> to Grace. I was like, she's like, does it mean they're keen? Mm. Are they? Do they still want to do it? Like, I don't want to force. Oh, them to oh god! Yeah, no. I should have known that Todd was actually quaking in his boots, terrified, and big <laughs> yikes energy. So, I'm really sorry, yeah. Todd. You should be afraid. No, we're stoked. It was really nice of you to ask us to come on. Yeah, with. We're very happy about it. So sorry if we gave you that impression. Well, it's fine, but never forgiven at the same time. No, it's fine. I just got over it. I got over myself. <laughs> anyway, you are the pod oh kings of the nation and obviously we followed you for a long time. I would just want to personally say that I've never taken these New South Wales as a joke. It's very me serious too. to me. I used to sit at my office job in 2017 at my desk listening to like Cholesterol Heart and you work for us. Like that was a big soundtrack of like my office Perfect. admin <laughs> tasks. And we've been to many of your shows. So long-time fans, long-time listeners, first time. Interviews? Um, yeah. Entrapment. In mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thanks I so guess. much. Thanks. That's lovely. Yeah. That's okay, guys. Big shout-out. It was a big shout-out. Yeah. As you would say. Okay, anyway, Todd, I don't know if this is going to make you squirm, but all I wanted to start with was how you and Jamie know each other and how you guys would describe your relationship. Oh. Because from the outside looking in, it seems like an amazing friendship, mm. romance, I don't want to put words in your mm. mouth, working relationship. Right. You know, What do you guys mean to each other, really? I th- that's relatively squirm-free. I don't mind that one. <laughs> Jamie and I met... Baby steps. ...at a gig... That we were both playing in our old bands. We had mutual friends, so we knew that we were going to be meeting in a way. The mutual friend was actually Frank, who's our new drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yes. Dope. So Love you, Frank. We'd both moved to Sydney around a year or so before that, and we were playing a show in King's Cross at Candy's apartment, I believe, Jamie. Yeah. And our band was playing with Jamie's band at the time, and we met there. I remember Jamie being... 
I was drawn to Jamie, definitely. He sticks out in my mind from the people I met that night. Much like us at Big Sound. Exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah, I didn't forget the face. And after that, um, Jamie and his cool friends invited us to like this party afterwards. And I didn't go. But the next night they invited us to another party and we kind of took a punt. You know when you get a hunch on someone and you go, yep. I want to see what these mm-hmm. guys are about. They seem like nice people. Mm-hmm. You fully did take a punt because we didn't chat that much on that first night from memory. Nah. No, it was like pretty busy. It was a straight vibe. So just on vibe. We probably swapped numbers and shit and it was like, you know, it's Mm -hmm. one of those rare nights where you meet someone and just kind of click enough to the next night be like, you should come to this party. So this is like an adult friendship. Maybe it's because of the narrative from like the show. Mm. Uh, The vibe is like childhood sweethearts between you guys. Because sometimes it's like weird making friends when you're already grown up, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. We were both in our early 20s, I think. That's what it was like. yeah. Yeah. In the show, we went to high school together and stuff but that's not what happened in real life. I see, okay. Went to this party, had a great time and then I think the next weekend even Jamie were hanging out and I remember we went to this my neighbour's house. He invited me over. He was kind of like a dad trying to be cool but just hanging on for dear life, you know what I mean? Like he wasn't really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He invited us Ooh. over. He's like, I can take a photo of your band like in a cool Surrey Hills laneway if you like. And we're like, okay, oh, yeah, God. cool. Anyway, go over to his house. Jamie and I were a bit stoned before this actually. And so we were in his house. It was really weird. And for some reason he put on um, some videos of people slacklining, just talking to us about slacklining. I don't know what that is. Is slacklining like tightrope walking? Yeah, between, between trees. trees in the park. Oh, I do yeah. know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. right. Is this on DVD or is this a YouTube compilation? Yeah. YouTube. Okay, yeah. cool. We'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. We were new friends, but we both knew that we didn't know what the fuck was going on. And we, were, <laughs> um, we looked at each other and yeah. we just started cracking up. And then from that moment, we both saved each other as slackline in our phones. Same nickname. Okay, so straight away, we've got the personal jokes. Mm-hmm. The ice is broken. It's like we're bonding. We still call each other Slacky, slacky. based off that. Um, so, like, I'll, t- I'll email him and go, hey, Slacky, or whatever. So that yeah. lasted. Yeah. Do you think that story is emblematic of your entire relationship? Like, just taking the mickey? I think so. I think we've always found the same things funny. I think that's Mm. definitely what like would have endeared us to each other early on. It's just like laughing at things. Yeah. I think the one thing that and I've said this to Todd before, but like Todd's that was that is and was that friend for me that I always felt really safe around. Mm. And like Todd would probably get like um, bashed to death in a fight. (laughs) But but I felt like I always felt safe Mm. for some reason because Todd just has a always has always had this like quite a confident, relaxed, adventurous kind of energy. Mm. And I don't know, you just feel I've always felt like just just safe. Oh my gosh, that's so funny that you should say that Todd has an energy that's both safe and adventurous, right? Because this just weevils into just something I was thinking about today when I was like, oh, you know, this is South Wales, like we love them. Your whole brand, the shows and the music. And I don't know if I'm really the type of person to listen to like white, heavy boy bands, male energy. And because I'm a bit like, oh my God. But I was like, oh, there's something about these in South Wales. You always feel like everyone's part of it. Like at your shows and your socials and like in your energy. And I always feel like you're always punching up, even though it's like it's the punk rock thing. And it's like, you know, it's the nipple tape and it's the big rowdy, sweaty shows. I just always felt like there was this energy that was like Mm. we're all in it together. That's great. And everybody is welcome there. Everyone can be part of it. And so, but it's that like adventurous, but also like Mm. comforting thing. And that's just so weird that you should say that about Todd because I definitely feel like that's the these new south wales vibe wow that's cool 
Love that. That's the most like positive thing to say about the band. It's like thank we, you. I'm sure, like speaking on behalf of both of us, like really appreciate that feedback. It's really cool, and mm. I know exactly what you mean by the like angry kind of white men band, you know. And like it's yes. crossed my mind at times. Sometimes like oh wow, there's a lot of like yelling and a lot of like physical energy, and it's quite aggressive often. And like mm. have not worried but wondered, you know. Well, it's a good thing to have cross your mind in that space. I think so. I've thought to myself before, like when I've seen bands open for other bands, whatever, and I'm like, it's a bunch of guys. I'm like okay cool I just like spent 40 minutes with guys shouting at me like, yeah you know what I mean but with your shows I'm just like a sense of elation rather than like Ugh. and I think it's also like where the aggression is directed and what the motivation behind it is like your Sydney show it's dope we're going turn up for yourselves turn up for yourselves <laughs> Sydney it's like you're trying to infect people with mm. that aggression yeah yeah it's like a triumphant feeling and you just feel part of it mm. it's not an exclusive mm excluding thing yeah it's amazing but that's why we love you guys basically Thank that's you. awesome that's beautiful we did um have that one show jamie where it didn't work remember we we, tr- we had one show a oh. festival we did once where we came off stage and we're like might have got it wrong that wrong that time oh <laughs> <laughs> In Tassie. Like read the room sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. It was just in Tassie. We've had like only out of the hundreds of shows we've played, we've only had like honestly a few that haven't mm. just worked where the crowd mm. have just mm. been angry at us or something. <laughs> in a like strange way, does that make it not more enjoyable? But is it okay when I go to like amateur stand up comedy and the person is bombing, I find it like more oh, funny because it's it like. It is the best. It's so it's excruciating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like so dry. It's like you feel like you're in an episode of like just some <laughs> fucked up show and like it for some reason makes it better, even though it's so bad. It's good. You know what's you know what's even better is when you go to like amateur stand up and there's not enough people in the crowd to hide behind. That's really exhilarating. Yeah. Yeah. When they can see your face. That's really bad. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, and you can't you can't like you can't let your emotions display so much on your face. It's just so much fun. It's like <laughs> show no weakness. And you're yeah. trying to be kind to them and like you're trying to show that your eyes are lighting mm. yeah. up and then it's funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's too excruciating. Much pressure. It's too so much. much. I went to an amateur um, stand up in Melbourne once and it was like that that kind of night like a really awkward night there's probably like five or six people in the crowd (laughs) and then this one dude's halfway through his thing and he goes Holy shit, are you from these New South Wales? <laughs> oh, were you just like, I hope the earth cracks yeah. open yeah. and swallows me Exposed. up? Yeah. Were you like, no, I'm not. You've got me confused with somebody else. No, you have to yes and. You, have yeah, to yes. you can't be like, Carry no, on. I'm sorry, it's not me. That's so bad. I had an experience also at a, um, a stand-up comedy open mic thing. Um, this guy, as part of his routine, I got seats to the front, which I didn't want. And um, Oof, You're playing with fire there. Nobody wants that. As part of the routine was like talking about the doctor and he goes to me, have you been to the doctor recently? I said, yes, I had been to the doctor and I'd been to the doctor for like sexual health checkup. Oh, the best one. <laughs> yeah. I was actually on a date too, so it's pretty hectic. The juiciest one. Very on brand for Love Clues as well. This is so on brand for the podcast. Yeah. Pod. Go okay, on. so I'm on a date, like the first or second. <laughs> I rock up late, have to kind of crawl in through the seat, mm. sit next sit next to her and then like the person asked me when I went to the doctor and I said I went to the doctor that day and they said, what did you go to the doctor for? Oh, God. And I said, I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> 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 and he's no. like, what do you mean? Like, I, I don't know. I can't remember. And I just kind of shut 
I just because I went, I didn't know what else to say, and I just shut down. And I then I just gave him nothing at that point. You couldn't even think of a nah, lie. I just shut down. That you were yeah. just, you, he was basically like, "How are you today?" And you were just like, "No, yeah, no, <laughs> no." no. <laughs> See, when you get like, if someone asks you a question like that, and you feel like you have to answer it, like you're put on the spot. I'm proud of you, Todd. You have boundaries, <laughs> and you did not cross them for that man. Oh my god, how did the date go? Um, it was pretty good. Yeah, I can't really remember, to be honest. Have either of you had any either standout amazing top-tier dates or potentially even better and more memorable, terrible, something strange is going on dating stories? <laughs> I had, there's one date that always comes to mind for me. It was like a classic Tinder date and we were meeting at a bar and I was waiting out the front and then when she got there, she looked visibly disappointed. I'm not sure. Maybe oh. this person, like, oh. uh, yeah, may, oh. like a, you know, I don't know. But like, cool. it was, it was like, a, it was odd. It was odd. So what you would call odd social behaviour, in the sense that <laughs> she didn't try to mask her disappointment yeah. at all. Oh. And she kind of That's like was awesome. looking at my shoes and then sort of slowly going up my <laughs> jeans and then kind of like. <laughs> And like looking at my shirt and then looking at my face and then kind of going back down to my no. shirt and just was just upset about the whole thing. And I was kind of like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is what I've got to work totally. with. Totally. And is, I, was, I was like, did, did you want to get a drink or, you know, don't, that's all G if not. And she was like, yeah, let's get a drink. And we got a drink. And then we sat down, had a drink and things got a little bit better and we were just chatting or whatever. And then she... Um, told me that she was a uh, virgin and she was like 27, I think at the time, which Goodness. that's chill. That's chill. Mm. Um, I yeah. had never met a 27 year old virgin before. And so it was, it was a very new experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was, it was, it was, uh, she was odd. I, and I'm not saying that because she was a virgin. It's not that, it's not that. Even before that information was revealed. Exactly. And then, you know, she was like saying, um, this is, yeah, she was saying, um, I'm a virgin, but I, you know, like, I really like to see just how much fun, like, you can have. Oh, with- you can have without. Oh, so she was like, technically, yeah. yes. I'm a virgin. Yeah, and okay. I was like, okay, yeah. you know. Okay. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Bit yeah. of freaky energy. I also am interested. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Mm. <laughs> and then, so we went back to her house. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. oh my God. Wow. And things just got like weirder and weirder. Like when we got into the house. In a freaky way or a freaky, freaky way? Not in a good way. Well, we got we got into the house and she was like, should we have a nap? <laughs> and it was like it was like eleven o'clock on a it was like eleven yeah. o'clock on a Tuesday night. I would be like, yes, mm. honestly, please. Speaking my mm. language. I was like, a nap? And she's like, Yeah, just for ten minutes. Oh my god. And I was uh. like, Oh, wow. So, you know what? I madly respect this. I feel like she was just <laughs> running her she own was game. definitely running her own she game. She was like, I'm setting the tone. She was like, I'm taking a nap. You can do yeah. whatever you want, but I'm taking, I'm taking control. Yeah. <laughs> and then what happened? I was like, um, I don't, I'm not sure I feel like a nap. I'm not sure I feel like a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, come on, come on, let's take a nap. She was adamant about having a nap. Just 10 minutes, 10 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, nah, it's like, it's honestly nearly home time, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. That would make me so anxious. Mm. Yeah. And that, <laughs> yeah. At this point, you'd be thinking, yikes. Todd's having none of this. Ten these. long minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> world's longest nap. And then, look, I, I, I don't want to go too – like nothing – basically nothing happened. But mm-hmm. it did – like where it went was that she was – she ended up like grabbing a box of tissues and using the tissues as like a 
guess what we could do into these? Oh. And like kind of like. Wow. Um, okay. Like da- kind of dancing with them. S- what, sneeze? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sure. I told you it was odd. That is a bit odd. I mean, I would never yuck anyone's yum. No. That's not what we're about. Mm. Tissue no. dancing. Sure. But I just mean like I feel like on a first date when you ha- don't know this person, you're like, I don't like what are we, what's the tone, you know? I'll like, give her credit for one thing. I've never heard of that move before. Mm. The tissue dance? That mm. is a new one. Yeah, and the nap and the <laughs> look of disgust yeah. upon first meeting you. I love it. I yeah. love this girl. I hope I don't come across because like the last thing I want to do is yuck anyone's yum. Absolutely. Or, or kink shame. No kink shaming. But I'm just no. I don't think she's even that I don't think she's even been that kinky. It no, sounds there was like no she just kinky. had her own no thing going actually. on. Yeah, you're you know? right. She had her own thing. I think she was just marching to the beat of her own drum. <laughs> yeah. And it just and came maybe off. It just wasn't <laughs> It yeah. just hit didn't co- it fell a bit flat like that gig yeah, you were talking about exactly. that didn't get the response you were expecting it to. Which again is what makes it memorable. It wasn't a bad date. It was just a memorable one. Okay, that, if I was in your position, yeah. I'd be like, this is a fucking terrible date. Like, I need to go <laughs> home. So I feel like that's very nice of yeah. you. I like the idea of someone that being a great date for someone. Just going, oh, yes, nap. Did she do the tissue dance? She did the tissue dance. And tissue dance, yes. I'd love to do a tissue dance. Someone yeah. out yeah. there is going to be really into that. that. I love that. That's a beautiful thought, yeah. But that's what, like, you just don't know what's going on inside her head. Like, you could have gone home, Jamie, and she was like, oh, my God, like, he's the one. Like, that was a fucking flying success. And, like, we'll never know. Yeah. That was a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing, Jamie. Pleasure. Thanks for listening. Dating is very adventurous and it's a bit on the scary side of things. Fuck yeah. What about like 15-year-old you guys? Were you like dating in high school? Were you playing mm. the field? Were you really shy? Todd, no pressure. Um, I'm not a – I'm in a relationship for over a year so I'm not a dater. But when I was not in a relationship, which was for quite pretty much a long period of my life, I did enjoy dating. I thought it was fun and I liked enjoying meeting mm. new people. And I okay, liked it yeah. when they went – bad and when they went okay and when they went good it was just all interesting to me well that is a, such a good perspective to have that's on awesome. it i'm just going to commend you right now because that's something we talk about all the time on this podcast how you just need to take everyone who comes yeah. into your life relationships one night stands whatever it is as just a way to learn and grow from other people so good so on you. fun yeah you're really good in situations with new people, Todd, like you're always calm and confident. Mm. I mean, a tip is don't talk about yourself too much, which apparently I did on my first date with Tash. Is that right? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, 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 my gosh, wait, I was going to ask. <laughs> the person that you're in a relationship now, like yeah. did you date them? Like or were they friends? Like did you actually go on a date? Because you know how some people just end up dating people they're like friends with or whatever? Oh, no, we met on a date. Like we met on Hinge. Okay, so it was proper like dating, capital D. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Tash said that I talked too much on the first date, but I I don't know if I did. I think you know how I had like you know how before my story was really long, yeah. but it was just the answer to one question. Yeah. Yes. I was probably doing that. To be fair, it literally worked because you're dating her now. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah, it did. It worked. Or else she just thought it's not a deal breaker. I can probably change mm. this part. <laughs> I'm working mm. on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is this yeah. your first relationship? No, but I'm just like you know I've lived. I've had enough. There's been enough years there. Like I probably have been, since I've been an adult, a single more than in a relationship, put it that way. Mm. Same. And mm. I'm clocking up the years real fast. So <laughs> yeah. that's how we started this podcast, right. you know. Yeah, it's starting to become not just like 
a funny fact. It's starting to be like, oh, interesting. Like, oh, you must <laughs> let's unpack that. Yeah, yeah it's starting to become that. let's unpack that rather than just yeah. like, oh, fun, yeah. you're single. I'm like, no, guys, <laughs> you don't understand. It's gone on for too long. I've never been more single <laughs> in my life. All right, Jamie, what Thanks, about you? Guys. Well, I'm also in a relationship. It's, we've just gone three years last weekend, which is mm-hmm. nice. Oh, congrats. Um, wow. wow. And Beautiful. when I was in high school, I was often uh, – unrequited love was a massive theme for me. Mm. Like most <laughs> of the time, I was madly in love with girls who didn't love me. Mm. I love that. Um, yeah. So I had a – it was a bit rough in high school. Like, yeah, I was very – I became friends with – the girls that I was in love with and then they just yeah. saw me as a friend. Mm-hmm. And I also probably wasn't the most like confident. In primary school I was very – the girl I, I was in love with in grade four said, um, you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Did that – that stuck with yeah, you, Yeah, that set it? a tone. That yeah. set a real tone. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it kind of <laughs> confirmed good. my own suspicions that I was – that I was indeed ugly. <laughs> you can't unhear those things. Jamie. That makes me so nah, but sad. I kind of rose like the phoenix from the ashes. I kind of got like, like you know, <laughs> yeah. like I had braces in high school, so I felt like a bit ugly for then. And, oh, nice. Um, but as I got a little bit older, I started <laughs> yeah. to feel a bit more confident. And then um, I got into my first serious relationship when I was 18 and I was, I was working as an actor on a kids show and I got into a relationship with one of my castmates and that lasted eight years. So from 18 to mm-hmm. 26. Oh my gosh, that's a long time, formative yeah, years. Totally. So it was just, yeah, like that, wow. um, which was cool. And then after we broke up, I was single until I met Kate three years ago. So I had five years single between those times mm. and I dated. I dated a lot. Mm. Like going on dates? Yeah. Yeah, I went on heaps of dates. That was my – I had a big – period of I think sometimes I used it almost as like a distraction from other uncomfortable mm. feelings you know I was like I needed to be out and seeing someone and like having a, you know a lot of kind of casual encounters and mm-hmm. that kind of shit which which is great it comes with as everyone knows comes with a whole lot of um complications and and uh difficulties and shit along the way as well though so drama mm. yeah yeah drama it's never yeah. as simple as like you want no, to use it. No, definitely not. And how, how could it be? You're like being intimate with people. <laughs> you know? yeah. So true. Yeah, exactly. With yeah. other human beings. Yeah, exactly. Why do people expect it to be simple when yeah. humans are so complicated? And there's the big like energy exchange, you know, like after you've like slept with someone or whatever, there's, there's, mm-hmm. uh, there's some, I don't know, something feels like something happens. If not like materially or whatever, like at least mentally there's a... I think change so. in the dynamic. Mm-hmm. And so it's I a connection. Think, mm. It's an undeniable. That's actually a very good point. I haven't mm. really thought about that mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Gosh, that's really interesting. Still, that's wild. That means in your whole adult life, you've only been single, I guess, for five years. Five years, which is a fair amount of time, really. I so. think that's a pretty good chunk of time. Yeah, yeah. and I've needed it. I really mm. needed it. I really needed because like my partner, you know, who, who I mentioned when I was 18 to 26 was awesome. She's an awesome person. But like mm. you're a kid then, you know, and like then you grow up through your 20s and you haven't really learned a whole heap yet. Uh, well, I hadn't, sorry, learned a whole heap mm. yet about like boundaries and independence. And, you know, I thought my way of mm-hmm. asserting independence was like getting drunk at people. You know what I mean? Oh, I'll just get drunk. That's how I show my independence. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't really have any healthy kind of like ways of being independent, which I really like needed to be, I feel needed to be single to get mm. a a grip on 
Yeah, definitely. And some people need five years. Some people need five weeks. Yeah. Some people need 26 years. Like I'm 26 <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, if I had been in a relationship since I was 18, like I would yeah. literally be a different yeah. person. Totally. Yeah. You know, but, like but, how could you not be? But I, don't you think there's also too much importance placed on being in a, being in a relationship or not? I think yes. I cringe a little bit when people are like, oh, I'm just like so um, – lonely or or like I, just, I want a boyfriend so badly yeah, when i get that relationship i'll be the all right or whatever it's 100 percent. it's, it's a, it might be a bit cliche but it's um you don't really need it do you like it's great it's lovely to have someone i agree but and i think when lil yeah. and i were growing up and i'd have so many of my friends being like oh i just want a boyfriend so badly and i just didn't get it mm, yeah right and i think that's a good point it's like a weird external pressure thing it that's is. like you well, should have a relationship. There's so much conditioning. It's like it starts the minute you're fucking born, you know, you're just mm. like slammed with what the ideal life or the, uh, you know. Um, exactly. And, and it always involves a romantic relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's hardwired yes, into us. Totally. And it's Fairy tales, fairy Disney tale. movies, oh, all that sort of stuff. So now that you guys are both in relationships, so your lives are a lot closer to fairy tales now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred. It's like one of those things, you know. Like if you can be good on your own, and then like someone else comes into your life, like yeah. that's like the cherry on top, you know. It's true. I reckon they've got to make it better. Mm. Like otherwise, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And not right? better as in like it was shit without them. Something yeah. a really simple and beautiful thing that this I always bang on about this on our pod, but there's this guy called Anthony Anthony Demello who's who's mm. this. Um, mm like spiritual teacher and he wrote a great book that I love called Awareness and he says it in such a beautiful way. He's like, it's as simple as listening to what music the orchestra is playing when you're around someone. You know, if, if the if the music <gasps> is like, listen listen to the music between you and this person, if it's playing a chaotic like, <laughs> yeah. get the fuck yeah. out of there. Yes. You know, and if it's playing like a beautiful theme and it's like there's funny bits and there's light bits and stuff, that's great. Mm. Stay, mm. St- go in that direction. I love that. I Isn't love that. Good? Like what's the like what's the background noise in your yeah. mind when you're around this person? Yeah. That's sound tracking yeah. it. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. That's very beautiful. Oh, you guys are so wise. Because like I can tend to be quite neurotic about things. And so when I first started dating Kate, I was like, Oh, is this the am I gonna get in a relationship or what does it mean? Blah blah blah. And I just had to keep reminding myself just to pay attention to the really simple fact that when I was around her I was having a good time. That was the simple, like, just keep it simple. I totally relate to that. I think Mm. early stages of my relationship, I'm so caught up in my brain, always analyzing Mm. how I feel. You know, I'm like, okay, Mm. how do I feel today? How do I feel today? How did that make me feel? And like, so inward. It like takes you out of the experience, ironically. Mm-hmm. And you just need to be like, hold on. I just need to like step back and not be looking at it so granularly. Yeah, that's right. Well, here's the other thing is that I, I tend to always fear when I'm in the early stages of something. I get scared that I'm going to not like the person and hurt them or something like that. Oh, and, and, and so. Jamie, Jamie, you just nah, bro, wait. Please continue that thought. But like that is me. Like that. Like deeply. Like yeah. deeply. That is me. Like so deeply. We talk about that a yeah. lot. Continue. Well, continue. Well, that, that fear is really a self fulfilling prophecy. It fucks you up. Like it, because, like you said, you retreat into yourself and you stop connecting properly. It's doomed. So like 
what, what I love to remind myself is that like, and I say this to Kate all the time and she says it to me as well, is that I can leave whenever I want. It's not a threat. <laughs> it's like mm. we're, we're both free to do whatever we want. Yeah. And, if I, and if I do leave, I haven't done anything wrong. I've just I've done my God-given right and left when I felt like So it. you say that to each other as a way of alleviating pressure from the relationship. Yes, and it's so good. That's amazing. It's honestly like an elixir to the relationship. Because you know what? I don't think couples that are insecure could do that. You know, because mm. just leave me then. If you're incapable of having that conversation, to have the trust that you know, like why you're saying that is to actually just build the strength of your relationship. Yeah. Some people will hear it as an attack. So yeah. I well, think totally. that's really cool that you can. Yeah. I guess what it's highlighting is that you can leave with it whenever you want. So it's a good thing that you're there right now. Yeah. Exactly. Because you're not. You're not. Oh, true. It might not work for everyone, but for me and Kate and our styles of thinking or whatever, we it gives us a real sense of relief. Like cool no one's gonna be mad at me for doing the wrong thing if i decide this isn't for me anymore and so mm-hmm. and so you relax and then you get to be yourself more and enjoy the relationship more definitely this is like exactly my problem and i feel like you just <laughs> need to therapize me because that is like so what's wrong wow. with my brain at the moment and it's such a good point i was wondering because you guys are in the content space so much that's like it's the comedy stuff and it's like the characters in the show and like the characters in the band and like how do you navigate you're in a relationship with yourself that's like the real life version and then like the comedy character like because I feel like with funny people sometimes everyone thinks that like it's a bit Mm. how you like okay this isn't a bit right now like this is Mm. real like this is serious you know or does it even cross your mind really doesn't really in terms of the comedy like for me I always just think all right I'm usually parodying something fairly close to me so often (laughs) it is me and (laughs) even if it's just five percent I think with the podcasts I've definitely learned to let my guard down a bit. Like I was very private till then. That was been that's been a really good exercise, I think. Oh, we relate to that so much. Yeah. yeah. We were re- we've always been pretty like controlled and guarded about what the the characters and like who we are and all that kind of stuff. And then we kind of just let all that go with the podcast and Jamie doing Twitch and stuff and it's we realize people a lot of people get it. The ones that want to anyway, that want to dive deeper, kind of understand and I think no, I I like to be pretty private still though in in a lot of ways. And I feel mm. like even throughout this chat, like I understand that. I'm like, oh, Todd's vibe is very, not that I didn't get this from all mm. the content you put out anyway, but I'm like, oh, it's like very centered. And like you said, even like little, little characters that come out or skits or whatever, like that's still you, you know? That's mm. so interesting. I hadn't really thought about it like that. Yeah. With with that stuff, we're just writing from experience and things that we find funny come into it. But the characters yeah. themselves, I mean, they're in some ways closer to us. Than <laughs> yeah, and really that, that's actually fun behind the scenes because... I love those moments where we'll just sit around, something's happening with the band and we'll just go, fuck, are we in the show right now? Like, is this really yeah, happening? I yeah. say this, like the dorkiest things. Yeah, sometimes and, it's, then... and we all just like clock it and just crack up. It's so funny. Yeah, something will happen to the band. And I mean, that time we got that. Oh, I don't know if I want to <laughs> yeah, go, into go on. That. You have to like, now. For example, getting offered to like play at a burger shop and like and then like <laughs> yeah. your whole like management team and everyone like trying to convince you to do it and stuff it's just like things like that happening just make me laugh and so yeah. sometimes you don't want to disconnect from it too much we were kind of like with the situation like that not to sound too big for our boots but we we're just like are we really just 
getting offered to play a burger <laughs> shop. What is going but then on? we like, wait, are we actually entertaining it? Like we might do it. Are we actually yeah. going to well, do this, boys? And then, and then our management at the time, God bless them, kind of insinuating that we were lucky to be asked. Yeah. And just, <laughs> and just, and just how insulting that is as well. Yeah. You've peaked. This is it, boys. I, I, yeah. We imagine pelvis, yeah. pelvis yeah. getting us a gig at a burger shop in the yeah, show. Exactly. Like, yeah. Go on, that's a really good gig to get. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, everyone wants to play this burger shop. <laughs> yeah, quick say yes before they change their mind. Yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah. when those things happen, oh. it's actually really beautiful. I like it. It's fun. I think yeah. also the li- the live show and the like the comedy central show and everything is like all of it when we're making any of those things is just like I think of it as just like all I have to do is get in a good mood and then it's sweet. Like if I'm in a good mood to go out on stage, it's all good. If I'm in a good mood before we write, it's all good or or, or like do a take in the show. Mm. It's just mucking around. It's like totally just literally just your yeah, responsibility is you need to like be up and about and have be, be ready to have like fun fuck around it started off as just something we were doing for ourselves at home at a band practice and i think we still just write and make stuff for ourselves in, in that regard too yeah i think you can tell that as well like the only people you're trying to please is yourself and i think yeah. it's just awesome that a lot of other people are on the same level mm. you know and into the same comedy style on that wavelength yeah. we think you guys are hilarious Gosh, we've gassed you up a lot, haven't we? Yeah, we need to stop. No, I That's know. Right. I know. I'm trying not to be too simpy, but it's just really hard when I'm a massive simp. So <laughs> That's fine. That's just my mm. energy. We'll keep a lid on our own egos. <laughs> yeah. What you say about when we made up the first season of our show, I was watching it and thinking like, no one is going to find this. This is way too like, I don't know, niche or something or just <laughs> yeah. like in-jokey, in-jokey, yeah. But you know what? That is again emblematic of your whole thing of being inclusive, not exclusive. Like mm. the shout outs, you know, we've appropriated that now. That was an in-joke and we've just taken it and ran mm. with it. Sorry, TM. We've actually kind of stopped doing that now anyway. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Have we? <laughs> I don't think we have. We'll carry on the legacy. Nah, just kidding. They start off as in-jokes, but the fact that you share it with everybody mm. and everyone can be part of it. <laughs> I just Love it. That's it's so nice. good. I like yeah. that. Oh, hold on. Todd didn't do a dating story. Why don't you tell us one dating story, good or bad? Oh, I'll talk to you about my first date. Okay. 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 Yes. It was in. Oh, okay. No, I'll do it. Uh, it was 1997. <laughs> so I was two years old. Set the scene. Yeah. <laughs> the year was 1997. <laughs> I was in year seven at high school. Okay. Are you really two years old? Yes. Grace was not born. Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Well, I had my first date then when I was in year seven. Yeah. And um, I got asked on a date. I was It was completely out of the blue. I wasn't interested in girls or like boys or anyone. I was just kind of doing my own thing. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, one of the cool, like the cool... Um, popular girls? Popular girls. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, I found out via her friend that liked me. Um, you know how these things go. It's always yeah. the friend that comes up. She's only human. And so, um, <laughs> but I wasn't popular really or anything like that. So it was pretty funny. And anyway, so it turned out to be like on after that. In terms of on, it was a lot of like friends saying things to other friends. And oh, like, I love that. I love that period. Me too. Notes being passed around. I remember getting a letter from her and then, because this was 97, you don't have iPhones and yeah. shit like that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so it was like I'd get a letter at school. I'd then go write one that night, blah, 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 back wow. to her. A letter? Yeah, like a full pa- letter. Like stuff on paper, you draw shit or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, okay, nice. And um, 
That's kind of how it started. It only lasted two weeks. She dumped me. Yeah. We all saw that coming. That's all But right. um, the first date, she lived near me and we got a train probably like 10 a.m. into the city in Adelaide, went and saw a movie at midday. We saw the Beavis and Butthead movie, Beavis and yeah. Butthead to America. <laughs> I remember sitting there the whole time trying to build oh. up the courage to put my arm around her. <laughs> the whole movie. That's all I can like could Three. think about. Two, yeah, one. Yeah, eventually sort of towards the end I was like, I was all sweaty and I finally did it. Oh. It was terrifying. Wait, like arm on the back of the chair or like Like just on hands. her shoulder. Okay, just yeah. on her shoulder yeah, on the in chair. Yeah, the, the classic move, yeah. Yeah, yeah just that yawn the thing. Yawn. Yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. And then we caught a train home. Her house was near the train. We walked past. She invited me in and I said no because I was scared of her brother. <laughs> How old was her brother? Oh, it's like three years older or something. Yeah, okay, oh, fam. Damn. Run, run away. Yeah. Do you want to come in for a dunkaroo? A <laughs> <laughs> roll up? Oh my God. Wow, what could have been? And then on Monday, I was dumped. Pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah. Just flipped yeah. and then I was out. I wasn't in the cool group. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's because she had to sit in the movies with a fucking arm behind her. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, leave oh, me alone. Off it. Yeah. She was just trying to watch it in peace. Yeah. You know, actually, I remember going on a date to the movies once, classic, and this was when I was in high school, and he mm. kept trying to talk to me the whole way through the movie. That? That's why I can't do movie dates. And we were watching Superman, fucking love superhero movies, and I was this close to being like, like literally shut up. Like I'm actually yeah. trying to watch the movie. Like yeah. I came here for a reason. Seriously. So I kind of get it. Mm. Well... The okay. dumping was coming, Todd. <laughs> okay. Todd wasn't even trying to talk to guys. Used to on movie dates, guys that I went out with used to just like leave their hand palm upwards on the like armrest thing in the middle, like oh, just there, yeah. just oh, there. Yeah. If you wanted to like take the bait, if you oh. wanted to, you know, hold hands, and I never did. Wow. <laughs> yeah, those, fuck those those moments where the hands touch in the movies are just like yeah. feels like you're being hit by a lightning bolt. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> God. Thank you for sharing, Todd. Todd, that was nice. awesome. Good on you, Todd. Thank you. And you know what? It's her loss. You're an absolute hero. But you were awesome. Mm. Where is she now? I'm pretty sure she follows me on Instagram. I hope she listens to this episode. Me too. Yeah. Oh, Todd, the one that got away in 97. <laughs> You've been so generous with your time and your hearts. That's all right. Oh, it was great. It was a chill chat. Loved it. Was that was that too scary, Todd? How are you feeling? Are you shaking no, or I've, are you all right? I was just getting started after that. So, yeah, had a great time. Yeah, lovely chat. Yeah, there were a few a few pearls of wisdom that I'm going to hold on to. Me too. Oh, no. I'm going to be scented, cool, calm, collected like Todd, okay? And then I'm going to sprinkle yeah. Jamie's wisdom on top about, like, <laughs> letting yourself be set oh, free mate. when you're, like, trying to... Talk to people. Recipe for success, that one. Nah, we love you guys. Thank you for a beautiful chat. Thanks Thank for having us. This was really beautiful. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you too. Bye. 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 Bye.